Hey friends, I'm Hannah and welcome to Paper Wings, the podcast where I share all of my opinions on books. Enjoy the show! So today's book is a little bit different than the other books that I've reviewed so far. It's called The Girl with the Silver Eyes by Willow Davis Roberts. And this book is kind of, it's more for children. It's it's a chapter book. It's probably written for like 11-year-olds, which I personally believe that all the best books were written for 11-year-olds. Anyway, it's kind of supposed to be a little bit like a mystery, but it's not like super scary for me at least. I remember reading this the first time I read it. I was probably eight or nine and it felt pretty intense to me. But reading it now, it's not all that intense. It's just like a normal chapter book. So the copy that I have is about it's less than 200 pages. It's a fairly quick read. I read it probably in about two hours, but keep in mind that I am a pretty fast reader and I have read this book like five to ten times. So I know the story fairly well. Before this last time I read it, I haven't read it in a few years. So anyway, I do know the story fairly well and I kind of tend to skim sometimes especially if I kind of already know what's happening or even if I don't if I'm like super into a book I will skim and then I'll have to like go back um anyway that's besides the point it's a fast read it's a quick read it's not one that's going to take weeks to finish anyway I think that's all for the logistics part of it let's get into opinions actually what I think I'm gonna do first is kind of explain this book a little bit because I know it's not exactly mainstream like most of my other reviews have been. Um, So the basis of the story is that Katie Welker is, she's almost 10, which is a lot younger than I remembered. Um, She's kind of, kind of, she's very strange. Um, She has silver eyes, hence the name, and she can move things with her mind, kind of like Matilda. And it kind of freaks people out. She she does, like, hide it for the most part, but sometimes she'll mess with people if she feels like they've kind of had it coming. But people just think that she's really weird. They're kind of unnerved by her eye color and the fact that she's just, like, very solemn and she's very good at having, like, a blank face so that you can't tell what she's thinking or what she's feeling or anything like that. I think she kind of does it to protect herself, but it ends up having the effect of people being more afraid of her and therefore more likely to do things that she probably probably doesn't want to have happen to her. Um, so anyway, the whole basis of this book is her kind of trying to figure out if like what to do with these powers she's had them all her life but right when this book is set when she's almost 10 she is starting to understand that um maybe she should stop using them and but she's also starting to find people who accepts her powers that she has and so she's kind of like debating whether or not she should stop 
and then she finds other people who have similar powers to her, and it's just this whole journey. So if you know me, you know that I like books that have a good character progression. I like the main characters to have grown and learned and changed a little bit over the course of the book. Um, Katie doesn't really do that. She's still the same person at the end that she is at the beginning of the book, but she has learned some things. She has started to talk to people about her powers and at the same time, she has been become more trusting and less trusting, depending on her instincts. So with some people, like her neighbor, Mrs. M, who I love, I love Mrs. M, I want to be her when I'm old, but she trusts more people like that, and people are similar to her, and people she can just kind of tell would accept her. And at the same time, she's becoming less trusting of people that maybe she shouldn't be trusting of. Like, she's just really developing these instincts. One of the people is that this happens with is her new neighbor, Mr. C. She refers to everybody by their initials. It's just easier for her to remember. And so that's what happens in the book. But anyway, so he's like really nice, but she just kind of gets this like feeling that she shouldn't tell him everything. And it turns out that she was partially right and partially wrong, that he already knows all these things about her and he's trying to like make sure that she's a real deal, but his motivations are, his personal motivations are good, but the end results could potentially be bad. Um, I don't want to spoil this, I know I usually do, but it's it's a book that not many people know and I think you should just go read it and figure it out for yourself. You gotta have a little bit of tension and a little bit of not knowing to actually enjoy the book fully. It's, well, if you're reading it for the first time, I've read it multiple times as I've said before and like I know what's gonna happen, but I don't have the best memory for books that I've read eight years ago, which was honestly probably the last time I read it. So it was a little, it felt new to me. So anyway, that's just like things that are happening. <laughs> okay, now we're getting into opinions. So um, I do, I do like Katie. When I was younger, I tried to be exactly like her, which is kind of a thing I do with pretty much any book. If I like the character, I try to emulate them and become them. And it doesn't usually work. <laughs> um, sometimes it does change me a little bit, but usually it doesn't really manifest itself outwardly. And I like I act the same on the outside and my thought process is just a little bit different and it wears off in a couple of days anyway. But um, Katie is one that I tried for a long time to be like. I tried to be a little bit unnerving. I tried to be very solemn and just like stare at people the way she does. And I don't remember if it really worked, but I remember feeling like it didn't. And anyway, that's just me. But I do like Katie. She's very smart. She is 
very independent, which doesn't always work out well for her. But for the most part, she's she's pretty cool. My favorite character in all of this whole book, though, is the neighbor that I talked about a minute ago, Mrs. M. She is just like this older lady who lives in the apartment like across the hall from Katie, I think it is. And she's she's fairly large. She wears these huge, bright, bright moo-moos. And she has crazy wispy hair and a cat named Lobo. And she has an apartment full of books. And she always has cookies on her counter. And she's just awesome. She is a kind of, um, I wouldn't say she's exactly carefree, but she kind of is. She's just a kind of woman that I want to be, even though I am completely type A and a control freak. Um, she's very accepting of things. She's pretty laid back and just is fine with whatever. And she's very kind and she believes Katie immediately when she tells her about her gifts. And she's just generally awesome. Um, I think that's all I have to say about characters. The characters in general, I like them. Um, except for, you know, the ones that you're not supposed to like. I feel like I have the right impressions that the author was trying to give me of all the different characters. A little bit about the writing, though. It's, it's chapter book writing. It's not super sophisticated because, again, this book was written for, like, 9, 10, 11-year-olds. One thing I will say, though, is that the author is overly fond of italics, so if that's the kind of thing that drives you nuts, maybe try to find an audiobook of this or something. It kind of bugged me at first because, personally, when I'm reading or writing, I don't like to use italics. I think the words should just speak for themselves, except for in points where you really need clarification on which words are stressed but for the most part readers can kind of figure that out the human brain is awesome but there are a lot of italics in this book which i mean i kind of got used to by the end i still notice them which is what they're for but it kind of bugged me a little bit but the writing the writing's fine like i said just a minute ago it's not superb but it's not like terrible to the point where I would only be reading this out of nostalgia. So if you're not like super picky about writing and writing style, then I think you'd be fine with this book. So I think that's all I have to say, but um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Oh, final rating is four out of five stars probably. I like it. Um, I have read it multiple times. It's one of those books that's a part of my childhood, like I mentioned last week with the Emma episode. Um, a little pieces of the writing bugged me, but for the most part, it's pretty good. So yeah, four out of five stars. Um, yeah, stay tuned. <laughs>